What is up, everybody? It is a win is a win podcast. Um, looks like we're going back to the good old day, the OG boys, back to no notes. Just kidding. We're still a win is a win. But today we have myself, Maddie B, and H Double. Uh, Sam Cookie is RIP, not in the chat with us today. Um, he is in the process of moving to. Um, a real new cool place. We'll let him kind of maybe explain a little about it, but he's making some big boy moves, if you know what I'm saying, kind of adulting. So mm. happy for him, proud of him. Um, but he wasn't going to be free until next week. And, well, we got some things to discuss, some sports to discuss. So Charles and I kind of wanted to do um, an episode, and that's why you get us to this week. So hopefully that was okay with the viewers and people aren't too upset. So. Yes, I would also like to mention that I don't think Sam put in vacation time for this time off. So Matt and I are going to have to get on about that because at this point, we might as well just take away salary for the week because he had no no excuse this time. So Sam, just know we're coming for that payment from you because uh, you missed out and you did not call in for vacation time. So you got to check. You got to uh, a check. We got you got to send a check to us. That's all I got to know. But yeah, I uh, I'm ready to I'm ready to go. I mean, I'm obviously very excited. It's unfortunate Sam can't be here, and there's a pretty obvious, glaring reason why, which Matt and I are going to get into. Uh, so him and I can't discuss that today. We'll probably be discussing it next week. One person will be on the upper side of it. One person will probably be going through it. But uh, yeah, let's let's jump into it, Matt. Perfect. So Charles kind of has alluded to kind of what our topic is today, um, but we're going to do kind of the same format as last week, and we're going to talk about the divisional games, uh, kind of recap them, see what we liked, what we didn't like, etc., and then we're going to move on to the AFC and NFC Championship games for the NFL, kind of predict scores, X-factors, and kind of what we'd like to see. Um so, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Today's episode probably won't be as long as last week's. Um, I think last week we were like an hour five, hour ten, something like that. Hour um, 17. Hour 17. But there also was eight games to discuss, and we only have four, so we like literally half that. Um, so I'm pretty excited because we probably won't talk about, um, you know, a certain quarterback as much as, you know, everyone else and their dog is right now, which I think is going to be good. Um, so without further ado, I think I still like, um, starting with the AFC and NFC because that's kind of how the games played out as well. And for the championship games, the AFC game will be first, NFC will be second. So I think we need to keep that format and let's start off with your team, Charles. Let's start out with yes. the Ravens and Texans. I know we were texting during the game, uh, kind of giving our thoughts back and forth. Um, I do have to yeah. say, um, here's a disclaimer, um, being Charles' best friend is like really awesome, but also sucks because he never believes in his team unless you tell him. Um, so there is that a little bit. When it comes to the Ravens, you always are like, I don't know. You're always wishy-washy on them because I get it. You don't want to be disappointed, especially with the Ravens' last playoff you know, history and stuff. You're like, I don't know. Maybe we'll choke. Maybe we're not. Um, but I'll spoil it. The Ravens did take care of business. Charles, get confident. Hopefully you're confident for this weekend. Um, but let Whoa. me tell you what, that Ravens team looked pretty dang good. And I do not oh. want to play and tell you that much. Well, if we're, if we're jumping right into this whole concept of lies and oh, spreading, not spreading the truth, spreading rumors about stuff. I guess we could jump right into it, and I'll have to provide you guys with the facts with the cold, hard read receipts because let me just let me actually jump back a few weeks ago because I remember when everyone, including Matt, and I'm saying everyone because that was I'm just saying talking about analysts, but Matt, you go back to Christmas Day, they all said the 49ers are going to win. They're just the better team. And I actually 
was confident that the Ravens were going to win. I said the Ravens are going to win this game. Lamar Jackson owns the NFC. And look what happened. Everyone forgot that Lamar was 19-1, and now 21 against the NFC. So if we get to the Super Bowl, which hopefully we do, probably a lot to win it just because of that. Anyways, uh, hey, Matt hey, didn't I, even Matt didn't even pick the Ravens that game, so I'm gonna start with that. Hey, that was Christmas Day, okay? And let's just be honest here. Up until that point, outside of the A- outside of the AFC North, and you did play the Lions, and I did give you that one. I thought the Ravens would win that one. Outside of them, had they played anyone who I thought could match them? No. But since that day, since Christmas Day. They proved that they are the best team in the NFL, and I have not wavered from that. I have said that since that day. So, yes, did I pick the 49ers? Yes. However, from that day, I have not wavered on them since. I've always picked them. I haven't wavered on them, honestly, since they beat. This season, you have done really well. I do have to say this. In past seasons, you have wavered a little bit. But this season, even from game one, even from game one, you did say the Ravens have a team this year. So I do give you that. It was easy to waver when Lamar wasn't even healthy the last stretch of the last two seasons. I mean, yeah. I think every Ravens fan wavered at that point because yeah. Lamar's not playing. We're not going to win. We're not going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. no offense to Tyler Huntley, but we're not going to do it. Anyways, yeah, I, I wish I would have picked them to win the division. I do think if Joe Burrow doesn't get hurt, it's much more of a fight, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest which every team still went above 500 in that division. So shout out to them. But we did win. I knew that we had a good team. And honestly, I, I've started to believe after the Rams win, that's when I said, I think that we're about to, we're about to go to run. And then we played the With Jags. The, the unreturned touchdown. That was and the Rams, sick. that was the, the, before the wild card, that was the Rams one loss in like their last eight games. That's they true. had been on fire. So we, we were able to take them down. I know it was a close game, but they've been playing great. Once that once that moment happened, I, I honestly haven't wavered. And so Matt talking about me wavering this past weekend is completely false. That is not true at all. I were, this is what I said. This is the one thing I said. I said I have the read receipts right now. I'm going to read our text from Saturday morning. I said, as much as I love Lamar, he has not shown it in the playoffs. I hope that changes today. So I did say that. You did say because that. I said 2019 is lurking, but. This team and this Lamar is different. So I did say that. I acknowledge that I did not think that 2019 was going to happen. But it was the exact same circumstances. So it kind of was in the brain a little bit. Mm. And then during the game, the only thing I said was, it doesn't seem like our guys are getting open much. And that was about it in terms of wavering. I don't really think that's wavering. That's That's just a fact. I was just just very surprised that that was your text that you sent me that morning because – the whole season, you were kind of like, oh, like, we're really good. We got this. We got this. We got this. And then playoffs, you're like, uh. Well, I, uh, and I honestly think I was proven correctly to a degree, but I didn't even, like I said, I didn't fully just not believe in them. But that first half was not that great, you know. I mean, was, they still were able to score. It was 10-10, the punt return, obviously, for the Texans. Yeah. But the offense did look sloppy, and it – was similar to 2019. And then, you know, Lamar even said first half, they came out rusty and that's when, well, I mean, you do have to realize they, they did have pretty much like a two week break because which is what have... 2019, that's exactly what happened as well. So yeah. that's why I do have to, I do have to ask though, during that first half though, cause like the 2019, that first half, you felt like crap. Ravens look like they're going to get beat. You know what I'm saying? Like the 2019, like, but in this game, in that first half, did you ever have that feeling of, oh, we could get beat? Because if I'm going to be honest, watching that first half, even though the score was 10-10, I had like about a 0% concern that the Ravens weren't going to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't Honestly, think, I don't think the halftime score really reflected how close the game was. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, not really no the punt return and then we punted like right after it was like a really bad drive was mm-hmm. like wow if they if they score here or field goal they're gonna have the lead but i wasn't that nervous because while cj stroud was actually really impressive in this game i gotta give him props rookie road really hostile super cold in baltimore we 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 didn't we and we led the league in sacks we got a lot of pressures on him. we never sacked him his 
And I always was thinking we're going to get him one of these times, but his pocket presence was unbelievable to get out. Never got sacked. And I was thinking, man, you know, he's really impressive, but I just kind of knew that they were still lacking. Like, and like, that's, you know, for a rookie, if you keep getting pressure, it's going to rattle him. So I felt good about that. I didn't think he could be like, if, if CJ Stroud pulled off a, you know, heroic effort to beat us, then he might be the best quarterback in the league. That's all I would say. But I didn't foresee that coming because I knew that we were able to get to him and I, we, we were able to move the ball on the Texans. So I wasn't worried about the offense either, but you did have to feel a little bit of concern going into that second half, especially if Lamar were to have lost this game for him. But as he said, his uh, halftime speech was not appropriate for uh, a media session. He really, <laughs> and I think that also has to do with the contract. He's become more of a leader. He really fired up the team and they just came out and, I mean, I, I think that they're going to ride this into the, yeah, ride this into the rest of their postseason run, however long that is. But to go back to your question, I was never, I mean, I was a little nervous, but I was never like, I didn't think that we were going to lose. I'll say, I'll put it like that. If the Texans had scored and it was 17 to 10 or something, I would have been a little like, okay, well, let's see what happens. I might've thought it honestly, but that didn't happen. So. Okay. Well. Just for everyone to know, the Ravens did win 34-10, uh, beat the Texans. Um, I know we haven't spent a lot of time on the Texans. I think we can spend more time on them maybe when the draft and other things come. Uh, we spent a lot of time with them last week, um, and I think we gave them their, their due justice. Um, they played a great game. I was impressed that they were able to move the ball like in the first half. On the Ravens' defense, granted, it's been two weeks since, you know, playing games, etc. But, man, that second half, Ravens' defense locked them down. Ravens' offense looked good. Like, to me, like, and this is where I wish kind of Sam was here because for our next game we're going to discuss, um, I think that's a key for me, a key point. Um, but when you look at the Ravens, man, that defense, like their offense, really good. Like obviously Lamar gives you running ability, throwing ability. You have Zay Flowers, uh, Isaiah Likely, um, you know Odell Beckham Jr. You know you have some good pieces. Uh, Gus Bus looked pretty good too running the ball. Um, but man, that defense. I mean Patrick Queen just going everywhere. Kyle Hamilton like a shutdown safety. Um, your two corners, I, for, I keep forgetting their names. I know it's not Marcus Peters because he's gone, but I keep forgetting their names. Um, they, Uh-oh. they have played. Someone just, didn't do their research. Hey, <laughs> you're a Ravens guy, okay? Know. You, you know the corners. Um, I do. Jadavian Clowney has been really good for you guys. Um, who is the other guy? He has like the weird long last name. I'll go. No, I know exactly who it is. Here, let me let me let me give the viewers a much better idea of this defense. So, yeah, I mean our our defense is because let's remember, C.J. Stroud shredded the Cleveland Browns the week before, and the Cleveland Browns had a top five defense statistically this year. He only put up three points. Granted, there was a missed field goal, six. You could maybe give him six. Six points against us all game. Of course, there's weather and crowd, uh, and the Texans had a like eight um, pre-snap penalties, which really killed them. To be honest, that's what killed them in the first half. Some of their drives, um, yeah, which is I think just for a young team, it, you know, that's that's going to happen. But yeah, I mean, our our defense is just all across the board so strong. Kyle Hamilton, and then you didn't even mention Roquan Smith. He's changed oh our goodness. defense since we got yes, him last year. Yeah, he's, he's changed it. I mean, it's made Patrick Queen a lot better to play alongside him because mm-hmm. Roquan Smith, he's not quite Ray Lewis, but he's, he's decently but, close. It's, uh, it's pretty solid. I, I'll admit. He's the one who came from the bears, correct? Exactly. Thank you. Martin. Hashtag, thanks Martin. Yeah. And then Marlon Humphrey didn't even play, but Brandon Stevens has really emerged as a really good corner. We actually were starting Ronald Darby. Uh, that's an old name. I think he's he played for the play- Broncos. Yeah. Ronald Darby. We have like Rocky Sin and, some other guys. I think Marlon Humphrey is going to practice and maybe play this week, so that'd be great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Jadavion McConaughey's come out of nowhere. Kyle Van Noy. We always sign these one-year veterans who just have such good impacts for us. Uh, Odafe Owe. 
BYU legend. Michael Pierce, he's a good uh, D tackle. And then Matt Abike, that's who you're thinking of. He had like 13 sacks this year. We didn't have like any extreme, we don't have like a Miles Garrett or um, a Micah Parsons or anything, but we just have a very, very talented deep rotation to rush the passer. And we all, we are able to get pressure most of the time with just rushing four, you know? And we, and Mike, Mike Mack, you know, the DC. Michigan, uh, Michigan guy. He's got ties with the Harbaugh's. He's been awesome for us, and he schemes up really well. Really disguises well. Gets a lot of blitzes that are successful. So, yeah, the offense. I, I don't want to spend too much more time talking about the Ravens because yeah, we got a lot of other teams to talk about. But the offense. I mean, we have Lamar. Zay Flowers is going to be. He's going to be a really, really, really good player. Probably a star. I think he was my favorite receiver coming out of the draft. He wasn't in the top five for AP offensive rookie of the year, but that's okay because it was honestly a stacked class. But he's gonna he's gonna be a a star. Rashad Bateman's honestly come come along pretty well. He's he's kind of been a nice uh, second receiver if if it's not Odell, and then we have Odell still, and likely yeah, it's just our O line has been healthy for like the last stretch of the season, and we have a pretty good O line. So we're just and- like like when you look at it. Yeah, our team's just all around really well built. It, it it this is a Super Bowl team. We're gonna lose a lot of probably there's a lot of free agents coming up, especially on the defensive side, that we're probably not gonna be able to keep all of them. So this is like the year to win it with this overall team we have. So like this is a year to win it. I think we could honestly win multiple in this this decade, but like this is a, a year to win it. Like we we're two games away, we have home field. I think we will beat whoever wins the NFC. I think so. Yeah, that's. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but. Well, speaking of getting ahead of ourselves, let's talk about the other AFC matchup. You had the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, this was in Buffalo. The Chiefs won 27 24. Um... I would like to. I would like <laughs> to say Sam and I got this game right, and Matt did not. And so Sam and I went four and zero, and Matt went three and one. So yeah, okay, I do have to say I went with my heart uh, on this one. I don't but, know, man. What you were talking about in the sports French chat, you were pretty adamant the Bills were going to win and that they were better and all that stuff. So I, I don't do, know. They were better. Um, there was a couple key plays that the Chiefs did that that the Bills just didn't like mark correctly. And also, I did forget, like, half of the Bills starters were, like, out, like, on defense. Like, I definitely did forget about that. So, I was like, oh. Because I was, like, watching, like, the CBS broadcast. And, like, okay, yeah. here are the practice for today. And then I looked, and I was like, wait. Guess who's like, uh, <laughs> who like, got a I guess he's got a, a not a pretty healthy defense right now waiting for the Chiefs to come. The Ravens. Uh-huh. Yeah, you uh, forgot the Bills were decimated on defense. I did forget that because I was talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, like, we have deep, you know, you have, you know, they did have Micah Hyde. No, 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 they didn't even have Micah Hyde. Um, anyways, like, yeah, like, half their defense was gone. I was like, oh, can I switch my like, thing? Um, but to be fair, Bills played a great game. I... It sucks because you have a kicker who missed a field goal. Granted, in those kicking conditions, very hard to do that. Granted, Butker did do a good job in those conditions. But if Buffalo makes that kick, it's now 27-27, probably go to overtime. You know, who knows, right? So did the Mm -hmm. Bills play really well? Yes. Did the Chiefs make key crucial plays when they needed to? Yes. Did the Chiefs play really well then? You haven't no. said that directly. No? Um, I don't think they played – I think they played as good as what they needed to beat the Bills. Does that make sense? Like So how if the Bills played very good, the Chiefs played very, very good, right, because they won? No, I think there's a discrepancy. As in – You're lucky do, Sam's not here. <laughs> my thing is this. Do I think – the ceiling is higher for the Chiefs than it is for the Bills. Yes. Do I think the floor is lower for the Bills than the Chiefs? Yes. So to me, that's the discrepancy. So basically the Bills, I think we're playing on like the second story of their building. 
Whereas the Chiefs, I would say, would be playing on like the third story, maybe even the fourth. Respect to the Chiefs. I see. Matt's you giving know. up now. He's giving up on his uh, no, Chiefs slander. <laughs> no, here's the thing: is they are a good team. I've always said that they've they've always been a good team. Are they a team that I like to root for? Absolutely not. No, but are they a good team? Yes, and I respect what they what they do. Do I think I, the concepts they ran were great? Yes. Did they attack the defense where they knew it was going to be weak? Yes. So at that point, it's like. But here's the thing: you may that. And this is why I think the Bills play on the second story, maybe in the third story. Their defense made the Chiefs' offense look like, you know, maybe like a B-tier offense. But in reality, they are a C-tier offense at best. Like, outside of Kelsey, you do have Rashi Rice. But he's a rookie, right? Here's the thing. If you line him up against a Ravens defense, I'm taking every single one of those matchups. If I'm a Ravens fan, I'm like, Sure. We'll put Rokon Smith on Kelsey. I feel good about that. Oh, we'll put Marlon Humphrey on Reshi Rice. I feel good about that. Oh, we'll put Ronald Darby or whoever else on, you know, MVS. I feel good about that. Oh, we have Jadavian Clowney. Okay. I feel good about that. We have uh, BK or whatever his name is. I feel good about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. <laughs> Sounds like Matt already uh, made his pick. We don't even have to do that segment now. Keep going, I mean, though. The Chiefs played really well. It was a great game. I mean, another great classic game between the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, you know, if we had that game every single playoffs, I'm not going to be mad. If I'm a Bills fan, I would hate it because it's just like another heartbreak. Um, but the Chiefs played well. They did what they did to get a win. You know, a win is a win. And they proved that they can win in a hostile environment, a cold environment. Um but I, I, I'm excited to see them play in Baltimore this weekend. I think that is going to be a little bit more hostile of an environment um, than Buffalo. Um, but I'm pretty excited. I am pretty stoked, not going to lie. But the Chiefs played well. Hats off. Um, Mahomes played mistake-free football. And, I mean, that's what you have to do to win games. Yeah. So, uh, man, that was a lot. And I, I, I think that Matt might be a little scared that – this Chiefs team could surpass the Patriots in terms of a dynasty. And I think he's really manifesting that to not happen. But I think in the back of your mind, you're a little scared about that. And so I think that's where all of this fire comes from when you talk about the Chiefs, because in the back of your mind, you think Mahomes might become the GOAT over Brady. So how about I, this? If 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 Mahomes gets to like ring five, I'm gonna be a little scared. Oh, uh, so he's gonna get to five. It could be three this year. That's all I'm saying. What's well, that's what but three. oh okay but like it, when he gets to five that's what i'm gonna be like okay because here's the thing <laughs> what people forget is mahomes just signed his deal right he's in year one has all his money kicked in yet no when you have key pieces like kelsey who's slowing down you have their <laughs> o-line who also is getting older and needs money right that's when that's whenever it's like oh yeah it looks great now but you know what? When that money starts hitting, that's whenever the Chiefs are going to be like, oh, wait, we don't have enough money for this. And that it's like, well, yeah, because your quarterback said, I'll take half a bill, please. Anyway, all right, enough, enough of that conversation um, to the game itself. I, I do think that uh, you said that the Chiefs offense, you know, looked like B tier this game. Can't really disagree with that. They honestly, I think Mahomes played really, really well. I, I do think their offense obviously has a lot of holes. And yeah. then and the Bills defense was decimated, but Mahomes played pretty much, I would say, almost, you know, just exactly how you should play against a defense like that. He made the right, right decisions. And that's, you know, if I know the Bills defense was decimated, but in that environment, if it's not a great quarterback, you know, with how the Bills are playing, I, I definitely think that the Chiefs don't win so like we obviously yeah. hold Mahomes to a high standard and I, I think obviously he delivered and that's what we expected because he's such a great player and he played you know mistake-free football as you said that was that was the key he played just a really well-balanced game in my opinion was he super impressive no but he was super impressive in terms of being a quarterback in my opinion he just he made the right decisions they did a good job moving the ball and they did what they were supposed to do against a defense like that 
So in playoff football, you know, we were come we expect that from them and they delivered. And so good for them to win their first road game. Now we're going to make them one and one on the road. That's the goal in the playoffs. But yeah, so enough about Mahomes and the Chiefs, which by the way, probably should have been 34-24 because when we say the Bills' fake punt was a terrible idea, they're really lucky I didn't backfire on them and McCall Harmon got a touchback. Well, I'm just saying. So it could have been a different game if the Chiefs probably score there or at least get a field goal. Agreed. Now going to, to the Bills' side. Can't really talk much more about the defense. They were decimated, you know. Josh Allen. It's hard to believe now that he's 0-3 against Mahomes in the playoffs because obviously you think about the wild, or the divisional last time, he got robbed. But he still lost the game. That's just the reality of it. And a loss is a loss. So he's 3-1 against him in the regular season, 0-3 in the postseason. Obviously, the pass to Diggs was a big one. If that, that should have been probably a catch. If that's a catch, it's a different game. But I think – I know they obviously – he got him in the field goal range to kick the field goal. I honestly expected Josh Allen to score the touchdown. I think at this point we have to expect him to score there. And you go back to the second and ten. I mean, that's that's the play. He had Shakir. I know the O-lineman was getting – you know, Chris Jones was pushing him into him. I still think he can make that throw, to be honest. I don't think it affected him that oh, much. What I think is he should have just dropped it down to Diggs. Who was open. That too. That's the other point. And I think that's the difference between even Patrick Mahomes and Allen. Allen wanted to do the home run ball. Like, oh, I got the touchdown. Exactly. Back. That's that's what my dad said. He was doing a little bit too much. They had a, their for, most success for, in that game when he dinked and dunked, to be yeah. honest with you. And he kind of got away from that later on in the game. And yes, the pass to Diggs. Should have been a catch. That's that's probably the one. But like the other ones, you know, he should have just been kind of, you know, it's okay to just get, you know, chunk yards, make make yourself in second, third and shorts, you know. I'm technically on your side because you don't want Mahomes to get more time. Right. So and that's and I think that's the Ravens game gonna be the Ravens game plan. Chew clock, you know, maybe just kind of work that run the ball, get you know, Lamar we'll make, you know, smart decisions. Won't, we'll, you know, like they're I think that's gonna be their plan. And that's what Allen got away from. And did Josh Allen play pretty good? I, I think so. I thought he played pretty good, but I think I think with the circumstances in this Chiefs team, I know your defense was beat up. You got to win this game. I I just I, I I'm disappointed, Josh Allen. You got you have to win this game, to me, especially with how honestly your offense was doing a pretty good job too, uh, with moving the ball. You know, like we said when they were a little more conservative. And yes, he had that. Amazing throw to Shakir to score the touchdown. And I think that might have gotten him juiced up, you know, and fired up. But, like, I think it made him get a little bit away from what was working for them. That was a magical play, yes. But it wasn't able to, like, translate to the rest of the game. And he got away from it, I think, and wasn't maybe making the smart plays, you know, just to get a couple yards instead of, you know, getting an incomplete pass, putting yourself in longer situations. Josh Allen, you got to win this game, man. And that's all I got to say. I'm honestly disappointed and. Until I could see it, Josh Allen, you know, I, I do I think he has talent to win a Super Bowl to lead a team, of course, but it's a little questionable, you know, because you, you have to win this game. I, I think with this, you know, getting them home and that kind of stuff, and you, you got to win that game. And I think they definitely they definitely could have won that game. That's for sure. They they had chances, so. Yeah. It's tough. I, and I should have, um, but – you know, what's done is done. The touchback but. really gifted them. It really did because that could have blown the game open and it saved them. And then Josh Allen couldn't get it done. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's move on to the NFC. Um, GG, Sam. He yeah. Probably, he was probably losing his mind when Michael Harmon fumbled that into a touchback. Probably. Yeah. But literally, we'll at the, the, literally at the one. <laughs> we'll go to the NFC here. My, uh, Probably probably a little bit less announced from us. There's more AFC guys. But um, for the NFC, we have uh, 49ers and Packers do that game first. Um, honestly, if I'm going to be honest, it felt the same as the Ravens game that first half. Uh, you know, the Packers were leading at halftime. I think it was 13-10, to 10, I believe. Actually, um, the Niners were up 7-6. to six. Was it 7-6? It wasn't that low. It was 7-6. to six. Um, 
49ers ended up winning, was it uh, 24? 24, yep. Um, came back. Um, and I just want to say, for all our talk about Allen being a great guy, Mahomes being a great guy, you have Brock Purdy leading your team. Fourth quarter drive, you need a score, at least points, you know, because it's, you know, 17-21, so you need a touchdown. Leads him down, gets a touchdown. Uh, you know, there's a missed kick by the Packers before that. Um, neither here nor there. Packers played great. Jordan Love played a great game. You can't really expect anything else um, from a first-year starter. Um, I mean, that last pick, you wish he just held the ball or threw it away, right? As yeah. I say, live to see another, another down. Um, but that 49ers team is really good. But I have to agree with Pat McAfee and others. I don't understand or get the Brock Purdy slander. He does what he's supposed to do. What's the quarter supposed to do? Supposed to score touchdowns and win you games. And so far, what has Brock Purdy done throughout his career? Score touchdowns and won games. Like, I get that he has weapons around him, as in Debo and Ayuk and Kittle. But that's not Brock Purdy's fault. You know? I mean, he got drafted in the seventh round. He's not supposed to be starting, right? So already right there, that kind of throws out your argument of, oh, well, he's lucky to be in that situation. And it's like, well, he wasn't even supposed to be there. He's the seventh round pick. He shouldn't be starting. It actually should be Trey Lance, who is on a team who's eliminated, right? So great game by the 49ers. I'm going to let you kind of go into yours, but um, they played a great game. I, I thought, very- yeah, I thought underdogs are supposed to be rooted for in sports that's kind of the what i grew up on and now mm-hmm. brock Purdy's making me question that a little bit because this was a guy who was the last pick maybe it's different in football i don't know but this was the guy who was the last pick mr broken, relevant. broken all the mr relevant passing records because no one else had ever thrown a pass as mr relevant before him obviously yeah i first let me just say this the packers should have won this game i do think that But obviously, that's not what happened. And Matt is a huge believer in this. And I think he he summed up really well when we talked about this. But you just you you do what you got to do. You take you do what the play that's in front of you. And did Brock Purdy almost throw a pick six in the beginning? Yeah, definitely could have been. Did he almost get picked off again? Yeah, definitely. But those were plays in the past. You play for the next play. And that's exactly what Brock Purdy did when they needed him most. And like Matt said, Tom Brady didn't always play at an MVP level. But when you needed him, that's when he came through. And I'll admit Brock Purdy proved proved something to me because I he'd never done this before. But I thought I could see I saw the makings of it in the Browns game when he did lead them to a you know 40-yard field goal, got them in range to win the game. They missed it. So I'd seen the glimpses of it, but I it was playoffs. So I honestly wasn't sure. He goes six for seven for 49 yards. The one incompletion was literally in George Kittle's chest. Straight up dropped it. So probably seven for seven or whatever it would be. He ran for 11 yards. I think like McCaffrey did the rest on the ground, got the touchdown. I think like all Niners fans and Kyle Shannon were holding their breath because if they don't get it here, there's a good chance the game's over. And Brock Purdy, he'd never done it. Kyle Shannon was 0-30, whatever, trailing. And he did it. And I think that's that's huge. This is playoff. This is your season on the line. I think that shows what he's made of. That he can he can do that. He can lead a team because I mean I I don't know why you know everyone's saying he got lucky blah 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 and of course yeah he did get lucky but when it counted he made the plays that they needed and that that's what I base I just based on what happened in the whole game and so I don't get it either but really good by him I'm really happy it happened. Brock Purdy has proved a lot of people wrong, and I think he's going to continue to. He's, I mean, honestly, he's he's a baller, man. So, really happy for him, and you know, got to shout him out. Got his rookie card right here. So, you know, I do good, have to say before to move on, before we move on to the Lions and Buccaneers game, I do hate the narrative of your system quarterback because. What's the whole like think about in college sports? What's the whole point of recruiting? Finding the best place for you to play. And what does that mean? How am I gonna get used? Right? 
Like yep. if I'm a point guard who likes the ball, am I going to want to go to a coach who says, I don't want people taking more than 15 shots a game? Probably not. Right. So Brock Purdy didn't get to choose his system, right? He got picked by the 49ers. However, did he get to pick to play with McCaffrey and Debo and I, no, he got put in there. But what he's done is taken that Callahan, Kyle Shanahan system and made it good for him. Right. And that's all you want is it to be good for you because that's why you play the game. Like, and that's why some free agents leave teams because they say, you're not using me correctly or we suck. It's usually one of the two. Right. I mean, and that's kind of what it is. So anyways, Charles and I, big believers in Brock Purdy. We'll talk yeah, about him. I, I think he is. Um, let me, let me just say real quick though, as well, Jordan love really, obviously, I think he kind of melted down the rain. Rain was an issue too, by the way, let's, that is, that's a concern for Brock Purdy. He can't really throw with a wet ball. That is a concern, but that is what it is. Anyways, Jordan Love really impressed me. He's going to be a really good quarterback. I think they found their guy. And the Packers, for being the youngest team in the NFL, they're going to be they're going to be a threat because they've got they, they're building the right direction. And I know the Lions are. We're going to talk about them, but they got to savor this run right now because I think the Packers are going to come for the NFC North again with this up and coming team to take it from them. So. But speaking of the Lions, that's who we're talking about next. Uh, they of won uh, 31 to 23 against the Buccaneers. Um, the Tampa Baker Buccaneers, not Tampa Bay anymore. It's the Tampa Bakers. I guess so. Um, <laughs> this game was really good. Came down to the wire once again. Um, it was back and forth all day. Uh, I think Jared Goff is showing you that he is a very capable quarterback. Um, is not well, a bu- he always has been. He people always forget his Rams run, and Matt was on his mission, so he didn't get to see this. But he had two great, really, really good years. People thought he was a top ten quarterback easily. He made it to the Super Bowl. People just forget about that, honestly. Yeah, keep going and though. So, I think that trade worked out well for the Lions, of course, as well for the uh, Rams. Um, but you know, Jared Goff, when they needed a score or needed momentum, he did it either. Throwing to Laporta, giving it to Gibbs, Montgomery, Amon-Rod. I mean, even the defense for the Lions stepped up. When they needed an interception, they got an interception. And not only once, but twice. Once The second one was to seal the, the game. But the Lions' defense stepped up. So, overall, I think these two squads, very good. It was hard to root against either because the Lions up and coming – Baker with his kind of almost like revival in Tampa and taking over from Tom Brady is not a hard feat. And I think he did a pretty good job. Um, I think, you know, the fans in Tampa were excited. They were so close to an AFC championship game, you know? And so I think overall this game was great. Um, I loved watching it. I'm really happy the Lions won. And yeah, it was just a good game. Well, I, I just thought the Lions were, were better and that they were going to win. And I know the game, honestly, was maybe a little closer, but I never – kind of like with the Ravens, I never wavered that the Lions were going to not win that game. You know, I was like, they're going to win this game. I just – it was similar. You know, the Buccaneers obviously did way better than expectations. And so, you can, you know, count that as a win, obviously, of a season. But, yeah. Hey, I just got to shout out the O-line for the Lions because they've been doing – they're one of the best in the league. They've got a great O-line. And, you know, they've been able to protect Jared Goff because as good as Jared Goff is, and he is really good, when he does get pressured, though, he really does crumble and he's capable of making game-changing, game-losing mistakes. All of the Rams game, remember that play that could have been bad? But their offensive line has been, and their play calling has been great to get him not pressured because, and like being really decisive on like a quick throw, even if there is a little bit of pressure. And so that's because Goff is excellent off play action. When he has time, he's going to find guys. So the key is rushing him. And obviously Tampa wasn't able to do it. And the Rams weren't really able to do it. And that's why the Lions have won. And it's great for Detroit, great for the city. Everyone's super excited. Their first NFC championship game in 30 
two years. So, hey, yeah. it's hey man, Detroit is hype. That's all. Michigan sports right now, especially in the southeast area, is a lot of good right now. You know, with the Michigan winning it all, and now Detroit's in the NFC Championship game. So, we don't have to talk about the basketball team, but you know, still good vibes. Let's get into let's get into predictions though. Yeah, so if we would keep with our same schedule, we'd have five minutes left. But well, we we'll get we'll get fifteen minutes. We'll get fifteen minutes because oh, uh, maybe ten. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe ten because I think we can go more in depth afterwards. Um, so let's first go AFC Ravens Chiefs. For me, Ravens win this game. I'm going twenty seven thirteen, and I think. Your X factor is going to be Roquan Smith and uh, Matabike. Those two guys are the X factors. Um, offense, obviously, X factor, Lamar, whatever. The reason why I say those two guys is because if you can pressure Mahomes, a la Matabike, flush around the pocket, mm-hmm. that helps. But two, if Roquan Smith can take away Kelsey, the safety blanket, that's going to make Mahomes really trust and try to throw balls. And I think that's what the Ravens want is we want Mahomes to throw the ball because you can pick it off and their defense is confident and good. That's why I like it. And the reason why I have Mahomes scoring so low is because I think this defense is the best year it's in the NFL and one he hasn't seen. And I like the Ravens at home, not because I'm a chiefs hater, just, when looking at just the defense and kind of all those things, I mean, the Chiefs have played the Dolphins, not a great defense, and the Bills, decimated defense. This is actually a full healthy one. I just – you haven't seen it yet. So that's where I'm going with with the Ravens. Kind of somewhere to you. I, I think it'll be 24-17 Ravens, I would say, about that. I do think – it's not going to be too too high scoring because I, I have to give credit on the flip side to the Chiefs defense. They have a top five defense. Great. Very great. I don't think the Ravens are going to be running all over them, scoring a bunch of points type of thing. I do know that the Bills were able to you know move it on them. So I think the Ravens can. I don't think they're going to score a ton, though. I think this is going to be a, you know, it's supposed to be a rainy game from what I forecast is saying right now. So I think it's going to be one of those real playoff football grit and grind it out type of games. I think Mahomes is gonna have a long, hard day. I with the I think with the weather and the defense. I I mean the defense all around. You're gonna have pressure. You're gonna have to worry about the linebackers. You have to worry about the disguises because we disguise so much. And if we get Marlon Humphrey back, one of the you know best corners, that'll help our secondary. Kyle Hamilton. We've got so many guys you have to watch out for. And obviously, I think it's this. This is a this is a different Lamar than years past. This is a Lamar that everyone is – they're confident. They're, they've hit their stride. They're on like an – I would say the Steelers game doesn't count, so it's like an eight-game, nine-game winning streak right now. Overall, they just – I think it's going to be a complete – they're a complete team. They're going to play a complete game. You know, they've got their crowd. I, I think it's going to be like a 24-17 type of deal. And if Mahomes scores more than 27, what he scored in this game, or scores 27 or more, I'm going to be really shocked. But I, I can't see him scoring as much as he did against the Bills. I think he's going to score under 20. But give me the Ravens, man. And if we beat the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl, I cannot wait for next week. And if the Chiefs beat the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl, you won't even see me next week. So I'm ready. Let's get it. I, it's, I'm going to be – man, I'm honestly really excited because I feel really confident. But like I'm, I'm going to be pretty nervous too because this is the team that I really want to beat. And this is the chance to go to the Super Bowl. So this is, I can't, it's ugh. just thinking about it makes me like real excited and also like nervous. I, I, I can't wait. It's, it's going to be great. That's why I love sports. You got this. Man, uh... you, you and I are going to be down real bad if the Ravens lose. That's all I know. I'll have to mute Sam probably. Yeah, we are going to be down bad, but I think it'll be a great game. And then when we shift to the NFC, we have... Um, the Lions and the 49ers, which I also think will be a great game. I think it will be closer than many people think. And we're going to have Charles go first on this one because I actually want to hear yours because so 
I have some thoughts. But when you say when you say closer than what people think, who's saying it's going to be a blowout or not blowout, but like who's saying it's not going to be close? What have you heard that from? Not blowout, just like I think when you look at people are like, oh, look at 49ers offense compared to Lions defense. You could make the case of, oh, Brock Purdy and them are going to get whatever they want, which I think is a false misconception. But keep going. You said that Brock Purdy in the offense isn't going to get whatever they want? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I've i seen a lot of people that are honestly – I think people are leaning towards the Lions. I've seen a lot of predictions that say the Lions are going to win just from, like, the media outlets, the main mainstream sources. Uh-huh. I personally – I know D. I think Debo's a big factor. I do think he's going to play, though. I do is, too. Is he going to be 100%? Probably not, but he is going to be a factor if he's out there. I just, the Lions, they're obviously a really tough team. I, I think, you know, I, I think that they could compete. I, I'm honestly having a tough time because I just, I don't think the Lions are going to be able to stop the Niners pass game personally. You say it's a false misconception. I don't think it's going to be. The Lions the re- pass defense was ranked 29th and PFF graded him 29th in the league this year. And honestly, Matt Stafford, you know, uh, of course the red zone was huge and maybe they can stop him there, but Matt yeah. Stafford was throwing all over and Baker Mayfield had like 300 yards. You know, his first pick probably shouldn't have even been a pick. It could have been caught. Anyways, mm-hmm. their defense is torchable because their corners are just not that good. Their linebackers are not that good. There's their safeties. I know CJ Gardner Johnson's back. You know, he's still, I think, getting his feet under him. And, and Kirby Joseph is okay. He's just a hard hitter, as we know. I think they're going to have a tough I, – I personally think the Niners are going to bounce back I because of what happened against the Packers. I really think they're going to kick it up into gear. But I know – and, and I, the Lions are capable of getting boat raced, as you could say. Look what happened to the Ravens. Yeah. Look what happened to the Packers yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I could see that happening. I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think the Niners are going to win – Probably by two scores. I'll say I think they get thirty plus on them. I think weather's supposed to be perfect. No slippery ball. I think Brock Purdy's gonna have one of those games where he only has six incompletions, three touchdowns, you know, three hundred, two hundred eighty yards. One of those kind of games, and they win like thirty. Let's go. Um, I think they score four touchdowns and a thirty-four or something like that, thirty-five, something around there to twenty-one. 20, okay. 24. I honestly um, think the Niners defense is, is beatable. I actually think they're a little overrated personally, but you do have guys like Fred Warner and Trevor Ward, and I don't know. Yeah. I think Lions, Lions haven't played outside either or at a, on the road in a while, so I think this will be – it'll be an adjustment. So I just think the Niners, it's going to be hard to stop them. I think playing outside is not going to be too much of a factor because you do get to play in California, which – Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, no- not, it's not Baltimore, rainy Baltimore. <laughs> No, um, I think the D line of the Lions is going to keep this team in it. I think their D line is very good. Um, they're good against your, the, they're really good against the run, actually. They're good against the run, which yeah, is why Brock Purdy's going to have to throw it. Which obviously we know not the best against you know that, but you never know, right? Um, I'm going to go with the 49ers as well, even though my heart, my heart. I is will so- say I I want the Lions to win, but if the Niners yeah. win, like you said. For Purdy yeah. to shut the haters up, I'm not going to be mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm going to honestly heart, be like, okay, good for him. Yeah, my heart is rooting for the Lions for sure. I think the 49ers do win. I think this team is very good. I think the score is going to be 38 to 31. I so think you're thinking you're thinking it'll be high scoring too? Because the 49ers actually are not the best against the run, and you have Jameer Gibbs. And yeah, they're Mark- not. Yeah, they're not. Um, and so I think it's 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 you know the opposites, right? Like Detroit is good against the run, not the pass. 49ers are pretty good against the pass, suspect on the run. And you have two great backs in Jameer Gibbs and Montgomery. And if you can stop McCaffrey from running, right, that opens up. Okay, we're not gonna their the play action doesn't really work, right, and things like that. So if Debo does play. I'm going to say like 95% confident 49ers win. If he doesn't, I'm going to drop it down to like 70% that they win. But yeah. I think 31, 
that's what Debo playing. If he doesn't, I'm going to go uh, 31-27. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I just think it's going to be – I, I think Debo gets you a touchdown. I just, I just think the Niners with how last game went, they're not a team that's going to – be rusty again. I, I can't see them being rusty like that. Cause if they play like they did against the Packers last week, they're going to lose. That's just, yeah. that's going to happen. The Lions are, yeah. are too good. Yeah. I cannot see that happening. I think they're going to, we've seen them when, for example, I think the best example was the three game losing streak into the bye. They came out and just flamed everyone they played after that. And I know there's no bye this time or anything like that, but when they kind of, and like the Ravens game, they came out, and I know it's the commanders, but they just, you know, Brock Curry played really well. And they, I mean, I know it was 20, only 27 10, but it felt like way more in it, you know, that yeah. type of thing. They just, every time they, they're one of those teams that when they have a bad game, and even though they won, like I said, they just, the next game, they really execute, I feel like, like they hone it in. And like I said, weather's perfect. I think Purdy's going to just have one of those 22 for 27 games that he has type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, I'm hoping the line, if the Lions win, that'd be awesome. Whoever wins that, I hope they're playing the Ravens because if they play the Chiefs, I'm going to work really hard for the NFC team to win it all. That's for sure. So, yeah, I, I can't wait. It's going to be really fun to watch. That's all I know. I, I'm super excited. So, Well, with that, that is our episode for the day. Um, hopefully you guys have enjoyed our little analysis and talking and bantering. Um, like Charles said, uh, we will know by next week whether he will be on the pod or not on the pod. Um, I bet I'm, you I'm that... kidding. I'll, I'll own up to it if they lose. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, but we're pretty excited. Um, thank you for listening to a win is a win. Um, Sam should be back next episode. Um, if not, it will be uh, myself, Manny B and H double. We are super stoked for these playoffs. Um, cannot wait for this weekend it's going to be a great weekend of football and we're thankful that you guys have taken time to dates to listen to us we know you could be doing other things but we appreciate the support and everything that you do and yeah i'm signing off charles anything else before we before we sign off no episode 48 you can find us apple spotify all the other spots to get your podcast from as well as youtube you know the drill a win is a win we're going to keep trying to get the episodes out for you guys. That's that's the plan. So we're uh, we're bringing the energy, especially for these playoffs. And, oh, man, I cannot wait till next week, no matter what happens, because I know Sam and I are going to have fireworks no matter what happens. So I cannot wait. I get to be the bystander, so it's great. Well, kind of, because, you know, you're kind of a Chiefs. Well, but it's not like it's not like what it used to be when it was Patriots and Chiefs or Patriots and Ravens. We we you know? missed out on those days in high school, man. We miss, I just wasn't into football then. I wish I was, but it's all right. But we will uh we will see you guys next week and thank you all for listening and bye. Peace.